We'll see some chances of rain this afternoon and tonight. Better chance tonight. Maybe a thunderstorm, too. Then again, tomorrow afternoon and Wednesday. Temperatures up and down this week. 65 today, 75 tomorrow, 70 on Wednesday. But only the 50s for Thursday and through the weekend. And weekend lows could dip into the 30s. The Mississippi River is about a foot and a half above flood stage this morning in the Quad Cities and forecast to rise another foot before cresting at two and a half feet above flood stage on Friday. At Dubuque, the river is a foot above flood stage, forecast to crest at a foot and a half above flood stage tomorrow. At Muscatine, it's a foot and a half above flood stage this morning and forecast to crest at three feet above flood stage on Saturday. The Rock River is at or below flood stage in Joslin and Moline and falling. Over the weekend, the public health officials in Illinois and Iowa reported more identified cases of COVID-19. More than 2,300 new cases in Illinois, bringing the state's total to 11,256. 64 more deaths were reported, bringing that total to 274. Iowa reported an additional 170 cases. The statewide total is up to 868. 11 more deaths were reported, including the first in the Quad Cities. The statewide total has doubled to 22 deaths. There are now 84 identified cases of COVID-19 in the Quad Cities. One person, as we mentioned, has died in Scott County. A neighbor posted on social media that person who died was one week from her 94th birthday. Rock Island now has 46 identified cases. Scott County reports 41. In our region, Knox County up through Dubuque County, 219 cases have been identified. There have been five deaths. New cases were reported over the weekend in Whiteside, Joe Davis, Henry, and Mercer counties in Illinois, in addition to Rock Island County, Muscatine, Dubuque, Clinton, Cedar, Jackson, and Louisa counties in Iowa, in addition to Scott County. A 24-hour fund drive is underway today in the Quad Cities to help people and organizations adversely affected by the pandemic. Herb Tricks has more. Money pledged to unite Quad Cities for COVID-19 recovery will go to the Quad Cities Disaster Recovery Fund. Ann Calder, Vice President of Development for the Quad Cities Community Foundation, says last year the fund helped people hurt by the flood. This year it's already handed out $350,000. The grants are going to nonprofits and organizations that are supporting people most affected by this pandemic, people who need food assistance health organizations that are working on um, evaluating people who need health care services, emergency housing, uh, seniors who maybe do not have access to food and other services right now. And another round of grants is expected soon. The problem, though, is requests of the fund for help add up to more than four times what's been raised so far. We have a long way to go, but we know that our Quad Cities is a wonderful giving and caring community and that we can all join together and help our neighbors. Contributions can be made to UniteQuadCities.org, texted to a special number 41444, or as a check mailed to the Quad Cities Community Foundation. I'm Herb Tricks. Iowa remains one of a handful of states that doesn't have a statewide stay-at-home order. You know, the Iowa Board of Medicine is recommending Governor Kim Reynolds issue one. 
The board voted unanimously Friday morning at an emergency meeting to call for the state's highest public official to require all Iowans only leave home if absolutely necessary. Kent Nebel is the executive director of the Iowa Board of Medicine. Their concern is that individuals or people are not um, fully complying with the recommendations for self-isolation and that that is in increasing the risks to both healthcare providers who are out there providing services and to the public uh, for spread of the virus. 38 states already have the restrictive statewide order in place. Governor Reynolds has said she's declined to do so because she's already put many tight limitations in place. I'm Natalie Krebs, Iowa Public Radio News. Illinois is providing more child care help during the pandemic, Sean Crawford explains. Governor J.B. Pritzker says keeping child care centers open is vital to making sure essential workers can stay on the job. That includes everyone from nurses and doctors to support staff in hospitals to grocery store clerks and food producers. He says those workers need to know their children are being cared for when they can't watch them. Pritzker announced essential workers can now qualify for child care assistance to cover much of the cost. Other changes include higher reimbursement rates for emergency child care centers, including those in homes. Pritzker also says having care available, especially at night and on weekends, is even more important now. I'm Sean Crawford. More details on the child care changes are at coronavirus.illinois.gov.